0: And take possession arise I've given median into your hands this is where I want to continue from last week so last week I have told you that that sometimes you need to hear what is being said on the other side <laughs> and, and, and and you know yesterday I was in Belgium at a youth conference in Belgium and, and, and one of the pastors who was there was telling his story and he says when he was at a moment of decision he was struggling to decide on, on what to do. And he, he had heard God speaking to him about he should go back to school. And yet the job where he was working, they were planning on giving him a different contract and all that. And he was stuck on this place. And he was saying, God, how am I going to be able to pass through this moment? And he says, God spoke to him one day. and says, go to the two guys sitting at the table drinking coffee and listen to what they are saying. These guys were not Christians. This is just in the workplace. And sometimes you need to hear what they are saying You need to hear what the other people are saying about you And so he says they were talking about progress and all kinds of things and while they were talking about all these Progressions of things he was sitting there thinking this is the only way for me to progress to follow what God is saying and so he left this wonderful job and went back to school But the thing that gave him victory was to have heard what they were saying. Mm -hmm. You know, so often we are hearing a lot of the negative things that are being spoken, that we fail to hear the positive messages that God brings through the people that are around us. And many times there are lots of positive signals that are being said. People are seeing potential in you, yet you don't see the potential. All you sometimes need is just one person who says, "I see the potential." And that person is enough. That voice is enough to drown around all the other voices around you. Amen. And so Gideon In the text that we had read in Judges chapter 7, he goes over to the camp of the Midianites. And while he's in the camp, he hears this guy talking about a dream. And he says, I dreamt a big cake was rolling, a big piece of bread was rolling, rolling, rolling. Coming into our camp, it hit into one tent, and the tent collapsed and it rolled, and the tents began to collapse, and this guy looked at him and said, oh, the interpretation of your dream, this could be none other but that guy whom nobody who, who, who nobody has, has thought about so much, but now he has just risen up, and is now coming towards us, Gideon, even Gideon himself looked down upon himself but hearing this story made Gideon to become strong and i want to pick it up from there want to pick it up from there go with me go with me to judges judges chapter 7 the whole text you will find it from verse 9 to 17 where i've been focusing on I will just read for today, I will read verse 15 through to 17. And it was so, when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation, that he worshipped and returned into the host of Israel and said, Arise, everybody shout Arise, Arise. for the Lord has delivered into your hand the host of Midian. And he divided the 300 men into three camps, and he put a trumpet in every man's hand with empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said to them, look on me and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall you also do. I want to speak to us two points today. The first point is you need to rise up and be an example to others. And the second point is that you need to take possession. Hallelujah. So here you have a situation where Gideon says, he has heard God speak. He has a word that has encouraged him. It encouraged him so much that he worshipped God. I, I, I was just thinking about this. That, that, you know, your enemy or the devil has said something in the ears of Gideon that he worships the Lord. Do you see what it, what it is? Sometimes you are faced with situations. From the devil I want to challenge somebody to say you need to change your focus from the devil to the Lord you need to change and come back to the source of your power to the source of your life to the source of your grace he's heard something that he could have said ah so I'm a Victor oh I'm a champion but he doesn't just do that he focuses attention to the Lord the the Bible says yeah he worshiped God, you worship God. Where is your worship? Where is your focus? With all the things that you are hearing, even the discouragement sometimes, I want to challenge you and say, Keep and make sure that your focus remains upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Focus on the Lord. He focuses on God and He returns worship to God. He worships God. And while he worships God, something becomes begins to happen in the inside of him. When he heard the interpretation, so something happened inside of him. While he worshipped, he's worshiping God. He stirred in the inside, and he goes back to the soldiers that he was with, with the, the, the army that he was with, with, and he says to them, "Arise, for the Lord has delivered Gideon Midian into our hands." Arise, he has given us the victory. Arise, he has given us what we, what we have been seeking for. This is the same Gideon who at a point had said, I am the least in the tribe of Manasseh. My father is not even recognized as much in the tribe of Manasseh. Who am I that, God, you are saying I should do this? This is the same Gideon that even though he had said to the man, Come, let's go and fight, he was afraid to go. That's why God sent him to hear the dream of those two men. Because he was afraid. He was full of fear. He was stuck. He was paralyzed at the place where he was supposed to be stepping out, but he says, I dare not step up. I can't step up." But while he is here, something has happened inside of him. He has worshipped God. Out of worship, something begins to stir in the inside of him. And he begins to see the victory. He begins to sense the victory. He begins to feel it. He begins to to see it. And he rises up and goes to his fellows and says, Fellows, arise. Somebody shout, "Arise." arise. Arise. I pray that your worship will steer you into doing something big. I steer that your worship will steer you into becoming somebody who's going to go out to somebody who's down and say to them, Arise. And go to somebody who is weak and say, Be strong. I pray that you worship and the things that you hear, that God allows you to hear, when you perceive the power inside of you, it will motivate you to go to someone who's down and say, be lifted. And say to somebody who is about to give up And say brother don't give up God is on our side mm-hmm. Why? Because you've worshipped God You've been in a place where God has spoken to you Where God has revealed himself to you I pray that I'll have somebody in this house Who will be able to see a situation Rather than fear it After worship they will say My God is able Somebody shout is able He's yeah. able, He's able. We need people That rise up out of worship, encouraged and strengthened and stronger like Gideon. He comes out strong and says to his brethren, they too were afraid. They too were afraid. Remember, the army of the Midianites was without number. You couldn't count it. Their camels were uncountable. Now, if, if an army has come against you with tankers that you cannot count... And all you have is small containers that are empty. You should be afraid. You would be crazy not to be afraid. But the crazy guy, Gideon, has become crazy not to be afraid. Why? Because he has been in a place of worship. If you want to drive out fear from your life, worship God. You see, let me just help you understand this. He could have heard what the enemy was saying, and it would have just remained a story and a dream. These guys are too comfortable, so now they are just dreaming funny dreams. He could have dismissed it. But the fact that he has heard this dream and has gone back into the place of worship, it is the worship that he has done that causes him to arise on the evidence of a dream that has come out of the enemy to go and fight the enemy. It is the worship. You see, Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20 is again another guy who worships God in the face of a big challenge. In the face of a big situation that was overwhelming to him. After he has worshiped God, the God gives him a word. And with that word, he rises. Instead of arranging his army in front, he arranges the praise and worshipers to go first into the battle. Crazy things like that are things that come out of heaven, met with a God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond that which we could ever think, ask, or imagine. Because all things are possible with God. Amen. Amen. I want you to know in your heart of hearts today that all things are possible. All things are possible. So all things are possible. And, and, and so you can rise. You can rise from the place where you feel, I can't, where you feel it's impossible, where you feel overwhelmed, where you feel challenged, where you feel it's so difficult, where you feel, I just don't know how tomorrow is going to be. You can rise out from that place because you have spent some time in the place of worship with God and you can face the giants. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David was able to face Goliath because he understood worship. He understood the place of worship. And it is in the place of worship that big things come upon you. And when those big things come upon you, you stand up and you rise. And you look at the people that are discouraged, that have no hope. And you say, guys, arise. We can take it. Arise. God has given me into our hands. Hallelujah. Arise. We can do this thing. Arise will accomplish this assignment. Arise will finish this project. Arise, this marriage will work. Arise, these children will do well. Arise, arise, arise. I need somebody to hear this. Arise! I said, arise! And so Gideon, Gideon does this, does, does this. He tells his fellows to say, Arise! The Lord has delivered into a uh, delivered into your hand, into your hand. I want you to take note of that. He is speaking. He is speaking. You see, all along, it uh, it was God speaking to Gideon, saying, "I have given you Midian into your hand." And now Gideon goes and says to his fellow man "God has given Midian where? Into whose hand?" into your hands. God has empowered you. God has empowered you. As I speak to you and say arise, I want you to know that God has empowered you. You are empowered. There is power in you to take over. There is power in you to cross over. There is power in you to accomplish it. There is power in you to do it. There is power in you why because Median has been delivered where into your hand he's delivered into your hand so as god speaks to us and says arise it's a prophetic week where god is saying arise europe europe arise he's also saying you also as you arise don't just rise up by yourself you need to rise up also with others hallelujah yeah. You need to rise up also with others. You need to tell others also to rise up. Strengthen others. Lift them up. Motivate them. And, and lastly here he says, he says, he's saying be an example. And so how does Gideon do this? Go to verse 17. How does What does Gideon say to, 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 the, to the guys? He said, guys, this is what we're going to do. Whatever I do, you also must do. And I I will be your example. If you're afraid and don't know what to do, just do what I'm doing. We need Christians that are at that place where they can say, do as I do. Paul says, copy me as I copy Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Copy me as I copy Jesus Christ. Oh, those of you that are complicated say, imitate me as I imitate the Lord Jesus copy me. Just do copy-paste. Tell your neighbor, copy-paste. The question is, can I copy-paste your life into my life? Can can, can I look at the way you walk and say I can copy his faith? Can I I copy your confidence? Can, can, Can I copy your standing with God? Can I copy the things you say? This is the challenge to us as Christians. Can we be, if somebody who's not born again were to become attached to you, can they copy what you are doing and also start to look born again? Oh, it's getting quiet, Jesus. (laughs) You see, Gideon is able to say this because there is a rubble into his life because of the place where he has been, a place where he has been worshipping God. He has put the altar of God right. He has put his life before God right. And so he is now able to say to people who are afraid, people who have had no hope, you can copy what I am doing. We will be successful if you copy my life. Can you say to your husband, copy my lifestyle and we will be happy? Can you say to the sister next door, just copy what I do and you will be okay. Or we are hiding so that we cannot be copied. (laughs) Because the things we are doing are not worth copying. You yourself are even embarrassed that if they find you doing this one. Gideon is saying, guys, we are going to battle. Whatever I do, you also do. Copy me. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's what Paul was saying. My life has been poured out before you. Imitate me as I imitate Jesus Christ. Jesus was able to say, The devil has nothing against me. So even I was reading the story last night to talk to, 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 to my daughter and, and, and about Jesus coming before, before the high priests and. And, 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 and one of the things that struck me while going through this story is, is how they, they brought witness after witness and after witness and all of them, nobody could correlate a single story. And, and it had to he take the, the, the high priest to find something about blasphemy out of what Jesus himself had said, not what false all the witnesses were saying. And I was thinking that you say, God, wow, how we need to be men and women. That are like that. Where the devil cannot find an issue against our life. Where our lives are so upright, so true, so transparent, that we can say, as I do, guys, you do also. But alas, some of us are only Sunday Christians. The only thing we can copy is the way you lift your hands in church. <laughs> what those hands do outside of church. <laughs> Let's hear who is, he ears. So he says, guys, I will be your model. I will be your example. The young people in this church are looking for examples from amongst us. I pray you are one of them. Amen. Parents, your children are looking for an example in you. I pray you are a good example for that don't be like uh, one of my parents who used to say go to church and they were staying at home so the day they stopped telling us go to church what did we do we followed their example we didn't follow what they said we followed their example, example. it's like your father who says my son don't drink and they are not going to drink the day the child gets the freedom what will he do you will follow the example, not what the poem said. That was the power of what Gideon was saying here. Guys, the battle is, is there. We have to cross over to the battle. But in the battle, I'm not just telling you to fight. When I fight, you fight. When I run, you run. When I walk, you walk. Follow me as I go in there. And I can tell you, 300 men who were afraid, of the thousands that had gathered in uh, on the other side of the valley, went in there. All they had was a small container with a light inside. They were motivated to go and take over from the enemy what belonged to them. Why? Because they had somebody who dared to say, "I have heard the Lord. Arise. God is given into our hands. Do as I do, and it will be well." And that's my challenge. To you today, even as I, as I give you also this this point, Gideon declared, and we began this year. It says, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. You saw what he declared in verse seven. In in, in verse fifteen, he says to them, Arise! The Lord has delivered the host of Midian into your hand. He is declaring it. They have not yet gone into the battle. They are about to go, but he has declared what has happened. He has spoken of things that are not as though they <clears throat> He has spoken of what will happen as if it is already. God has already delivered because your victory is won in the mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Your victory is won in the mind. Be ye transformed and be ye renewed in the thinking of your mind. If you approach a battle saying I will lose this battle, you will lose. If you approach life saying there is no hope for me, there will be no hope. If, what, if you are trying something new and you say, ah, let me just try it well, or it will not work like the other one didn't work, it will also not work. work. But you need to have a change of your mind. And so when you declare a thing now, before you step into it, you are changing your mindset. You are changing your focus. And the ability to change focus comes out of the place of worship. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, worship is that effect where we are there. And while we are worshiping, God becomes bigger than our situation. And we are able to rise with God Amen. and declare things. Thou shalt also decree a thing. And it shall be established unto you. He declared in verse, in, in verse 15 and says, He's delivered into our hands. He's declared, it. He's spoken it. He's only speaking the things that God has laid in His heart. That's all. Those are the declarations we should make. To declare, bring out the things that God has been depositing, the Word of God, the Word of Jesus, the Word that the Holy Spirit has been putting in our hearts and in the promises of God and and the grace of God and the encouragements of God. You need to bring them out by the declarations of your mouth. Speak them forth. Declare them like Gideon has declared. He says, I declare today that medium is in our hands. That was what he was saying. So you need to be ready to declare And God will establish your way. Hallelujah. The light will shine upon the path of your declarations. The last thing I want you to take home with today is 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 to 5. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 to 5. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 to 5 says, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. I want you to know that you're an overcomer. When we are singing, God is able, this was precisely what I wanted you to get into the deepest part of your spirit, that He is able, He has made me an overcomer. He, I am an overcomer. Tell your neighbor, I am an overcomer. You are an overcomer. If you believe in Jesus, you are an overcomer. If you believe in Jesus, you are an overcomer. Those that believe in Jesus, that have put their trust, they have put their hope in Jesus, they are overcomers. Whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. You see, the world throws all kinds of things at us, but I need you to arise and overcome. Arise and overcome. Arise and overcome the sickness. Arise and overcome the financial issue. Arise and overcome the family problem. Arise and overcome the battle that you have in your spirit, in your soul. Arise and overcome. You are an overcomer, hallelujah. Amen. Arise and overcome your work challenges and your work stress and, and everything else around, you, around it that's stressing you. You are an overcomer. You have the ability, the grace to overcome, media the thing that you are struggling with is delivered into your hands. I say to you, arise and overcome. He says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. The declaration that Gideon makes is a declaration of faith. Why is it a declaration of faith? Because he talks about the victory before they fought the battle. Hmm. It's faith that does that. And as a child of God, you need to speak about your victory before the battle. You need to speak about your victory before the battle is over. While you are in the battle, speak about your victory. Amen. Amen. It is well with me. It is well with my soul. I am a victor. I am an overcome. God says I will overcome. God says I will make it. God says that I, I, am, I am there to be ahead and not behind. Speak your victory while you're going through it. Declare your victory while you're going through it. This cross also shall pass. I will pass it. This issue also, I will overcome it. I will be able to make progress. Speak your victory while your immediate is delivered. It is in your hand. Hallelujah. And so he says, arise. Arise to overcome. And says, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Go to verse 5. And who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So Gideon, faced with the whole army of thousands upon thousands, he goes in to fight that army with only 300 men because of faith. You also can overcome whatever it is you're faced with because of your faith. Faith in Jesus Christ that says he's able, more than able. I want you to rise with me. I want you to activate your faith this day. Like Gideon activates his faith and says to the weak, be strong. While he's being strengthened himself, he says to the weak, be strong. His faith then declares, we are going in to the battle. We are going into the battle. We are going into the battle. And I want you to be strong and do whatever I do, you do. But the key thing is faith. It is his faith. It's his faith. So I want you to pray. You know, there's a a father of the epileptic boy. He says to Jesus, help me even when my faith is weak. And this is exactly what was happening to Gideon. His faith was weak. And I didn't talk about it in this situation. But one of the things he did was, he says to the angel, let me put some food for you. And if you eat it, then I know you are really an angel. And then another time he takes a cotton ball, some cotton wool, and says, I put this cotton wool. God, if you really are going to help me fight this battle and win this battle, make the cotton wool wet and the ground around it dry. And then the next day he says, make the ground wet and the cotton to be dry. Why is he doing this? Is a guy who was weak in faith. And, and so God, when he comes to him in Judges chapter seven and says to him, if you are still afraid, And this is just what I want you to catch. If you're still afraid, go over to the other camp and hear what they're saying, and you will come back in be encouraged. I want you to pray this prayer. This is, Lord, help me even when my faith is weak. Help me, Lord, when my faith is weak. And then you will make some declaration with me afterwards. But just make that your prayer. Open your mouth and just pray. Open your heart and pray. Say, Lord, help me when my faith is weak. Help me, Lord, when I feel so challenged, I don't know what to do. Help me, Lord, that I may be strong in faith. Help me that I may be strong in faith. Because, Lord, I believe in you. Help me that my belief, my strength will rise up as I believe believe in you. As I put my hope, as I put my trust in help me oh god help me lord jesus help me father help me lord oh i don't hear someone i'm praying ah you just need to pray help me lord when my faith is weak when i feel discouraged when i feel unable help me lord my god to overcome in the name of jesus thank you my father thank you lord in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray I want you to pray after me and say, Father, I am not like you, like you, are, like you are Gideon, faced with a thousand people. You need to say a prayer that's stronger than that. Father, Father in, the Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I take possession, Jesus, I take possession of my blessings, of my blessings this, year, this year in Jesus' name. Go ahead, make that your own prayer. Just make that your own prayer. Father, I take possession of my blessings. I take possession of my blessings. I take back. The devil is taken away from me in the name of Jesus. My God, Lord, I pray. In the name of Jesus, come on and pray, Father. Come on, pray, Father. In the name of Jesus, turn my weakness to strength. In the name of Jesus, go ahead, make that prayer. Turn my weakness, Lord, to strength. Make a declaration. My weakness is strength. When I Weak, then I'm strong in the name of Jesus. Oh God, my Lord, I pray, oh God, turn every weakness into strength in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Come and make this declaration with me. Say, Father, Father, I bring every fear that you turn into faith in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In name of Jesus. In every, fear, in every fear, I bring you down. I bring you down. And I call to rise up in me to rise up in me in jesus name make that prayer let faith rise up let faith rise up let faith rise up no more fear i banish fear from my life i cast out fear from my life i command the fear to go in the name of the lord jesus and i pray faith to rise up out of my life in the name of jesus thank you heavenly father Thank you, Lord of glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I just have a burden to pray for somebody who, 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 who Just let me just, just hold on, it's two situations. Somebody who feels despised. Despised and ashamed. Two categories. You feel despised. Like just people have despised you. People have pushed you to the back side people have pushed you away and said, this one, no chance. This one I'm praying. This one I'm for them.